Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Yep. Happy Thursday. We're back. It's 2022. This is part two of our New Year's episodes. Heck yeah. Everyone is having an amazing start to the new year. Crazy. It's crazy. And no matter how your last couple of days went of 2021, just remember there is no, I know everybody has this like renewed feeling of a clean slate. And although that's beautiful, so is continuing. And just remembering that every single day brings about new opportunities, new moments, new everything. You know, a day isn't ruined because of a single moment. I think it's so easy to fall back on letting something define your day or your days or your week or whatever. So just not putting too much worth on it and knowing that every day really, really is a brand new opportunity. Oh, but beautiful. Yeah. And if you haven't had a chance to reflect or manifest and you're feeling like you want to, you're wanting to do some of that, or you feel like you want to expand on that, um, we're going to be continuing on that today. I think let's get pride and pickle and let's jump right into it because we got a lot to get to in a short time. Let's do it. Okay. So last week we talked about our wins from 2021. And now, Brenda, I want to know three things that you want to let go of and leave in 2021. Yeah, definitely. I think in general, just like letting go. Like, I know you said that word in your question, but I need to up-level my ability to let go and release. It's been an ongoing theme in my life, but I just have such a tendency to hold and carry things with me for longer than they need to be with me. And I let them ruminate and marinate in my body and in my bones. And it really prevents me from showing up as the best version of me because I'm so fixated on feeling guilty. And sometimes I wonder why I feel guilt and shame on such a deep level. And it could be about anything. Like it really could be about anything. And it's just, it's not Mm -hmm. a good or productive emotion to carry. So um, some of the biggest areas that I want to work on (laughs) in 2022 is letting go and just releasing Um, Mm. and just not letting that energy sit with me for so long because it throws me off to in a way where like I, I feel it draining my energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely that. Um, I also, Julia mentioned this in terms of something that her move to California did for her, but I really want to be able to cultivate like an unshakable level of self-trust and self-belief. I think there are so many areas in which I have grown and, and up-leveled in, in ways beyond my imagination, but I think there are still some, um, areas as we're always going to have that I just want to, I want to continue to show myself and really just believe at my core and have my automatic, um, response be oh I fucking trust myself like I'm Mm, I'm so letting go of self-doubt yeah letting go of self-doubt um I know it's not going to be perfect but I just want it to be stronger than it is now for sure and I know that it can be um and hmm, how do I say this next one what else to let go of um I think something else I want to let go of is I'm not sure how to say this but 
let go of, I guess, downplaying um, my abilities. So like Ooh, downplaying that's good. My- yeah. And I, I guess I mean it in a lot of different ways, but the one that's coming to mind right away is I think I have such a tendency to like, if somebody compliments me or something, I either push it away or I really downplay like how big of a deal or how able to be celebrated something is. And I even mean like carrying that on to whatever jobs my future holds in this world is like really knowing my worth and owning it and asking for the things that I deserve. Um, and just like, you know, knowing my value and putting that outward. So letting go of downplaying my talents. Ooh, yeah. I can, I, I, I would like to let go of all of those things also. I totally would. Um, I also think that like saying the things that we want to let go of or pinpointing the things that we want to let go of, obviously just saying them doesn't make them go away. But I think yeah. drawing some attention to them so that we can actively combat against them like as we move forward is important because if we don't identify it, like how are we going to let go of those things? Like it's so important to like take the time to identify them, I think so that we can make active strides to combat against them. And of course, like you're going to have to like put tools in place in order to do that. But the first step is definitely identifying it because sometimes like we get in our own way and we don't even know. Yeah, for sure. And, and I agree with you, Ju. I, I think that I, it's obviously work evidently, even if it feels like stuff that you might know the answer to, it's work to actually put it down on a piece of paper or write it out. And I even felt resistance for no reason then it just was work to write down like some of my goals and whatnot, or, or like some of the things I wrote down was three things I did well this year, three things I want to work on, what I'm willing to let go of right now in order to have the life that I want. And I just like, mm. it took me time to get to it. Yeah. No, I haven't even like, honestly, us doing these episodes is the first time that I'm really getting to it. Like I keep being like, oh, got to sit down and do my like new year stuff. Like got to sit down and do my new year stuff. And I just haven't gotten to it yet. And I, I have had a little bit of time to do it. Like I was on a six hour plane ride where I was sleeping but like I could have done it for a little bit and I just haven't gotten to it yet um because like it's it is it's a challenge sometimes to sit down and be like okay time to like face myself literally be like what do I want to get what's not serving me what do I want to do to up level like or or bring into my life that will serve me and it doesn't always have to be up leveling. Like, you know, that's great, but we could just do like the simple, it could be the simple things of like just being kinder to yourself. 100%. And I think you hit the nail on the head with that phrase of keeping it simple. Like, I think a lot of the times, especially with people like us, we feel this sense of like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go big, I'm going to give it my all, I'm going to like, you know, like all this big energy, and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I think that if there's a lesson that I've learned this year is that you are actually like, it's that stupid thing about consistency, but at the end of the day, like it really is the needle mover. Like mm-hmm. when we either go to extreme or go too big, not that going big is bad, but like in the sense of if you don't do this like exceptional version of something every single day, then like it's not worth doing it at all. Like mm-hmm. that at the end of the day gets us further away from the goal because it's, there is actually, although it's beautiful to be alive, um, there's actually like the needle movers are often those like little day-to-day simple things Mm -hmm. that add up over time. So yeah. 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 I love all of yours. I, I want all of those as well. Um, if I had to pick three other ones, um, I would say I want to let go of negative self-talk. That's definitely at the top of my list. I have not been nice to myself at all lately. And that's not nice. Like I would never, the way I speak to myself, I would never 
speak to anybody else. And like, why do I allow myself to talk to myself that way if I would not ever speak to anybody else that way? So I really want to get get rid of negative self-talk. I know all the tools. I haven't been doing them, but it's hard to implement my dude it's hard it's hard that's really like that is totally top of my list because it that stuff totally keeps you from reaching your potential and like accomplishing things like if we're just talking mean to ourselves all day it's no good so I want to get rid of negative self-talk I would like to get rid leave 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 in past leave leave behind I would like to leave behind I'm leaving behind negative self-talk um I'm letting go of you kind of stole my other two Brenda that's okay we're allowed to Uh, be the same are we we have to be original no yeah you kind of stole mine yours were really good I agree with all yours and I would add on negative self-talk yeah no I Oh, negative self-talk, my dude. It's so fucking intense. I literally have like a worksheet from Ariel all about freaking negative self-talk because of how deeply it plays into our lives. Yeah, um, it does. You know, I'm going to have to send it to you. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, for you to work through. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's it's so crazy how much those stories can mm-hmm. 100% keep us from oh, getting yeah. to wherever it is we want to go. And Oh, it, it like, honestly, it makes me mad because it's like in one moment we can really know so well that like we deserve certain things and we're capable of them. But it's like when you give, even when you start to entertain the possibility of a negative thought and you're like, oh shoot, maybe a little bit of that is true. It's like you go down this rabbit hole of mm-hmm. all these yep. reasons you get sucked down by it. So um, yeah, I, I, I need to be active on that one. Like really need to be, make it a point to be active on that because like I know that that one's not going to go away just by like pinpointing it like I needed to pinpoint it but now I have to be active about that one because it doesn't it's one of those things that doesn't just like go away like it might go away for like a time like if you're like busy or like doing something awesome or like whatever but it always comes back unless you're like actively working on it and I really admire like the people that really like take the time to speak positively to themselves like I, I do that sometimes in my meditation, but I don't, I don't in a lot, maybe I did at some point, but in a long time, I haven't taken the time to like actively speak positively to myself or like talk to myself in the mirror or like say things out loud or like anything like that. Yeah. And it can feel really hard when you feel like. Feels hard. You it feels like it. a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that on on such a deep level. And what's interesting too is I've like, I think out of, I'm a big, I guess, results-oriented person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess when I think about like, I want to know what, when. I'm like, okay, so if I do this tactic, like how long is it going to take me to like get over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I'm like I would love oh. to know that timeline as well. Right? Like how am I going to know it? And then um, I actually heard such a good analogy the other day of like, it literally, actually today, it's all about repetition and it's an annoying answer, but it's all about repetition. So like, I will say for myself, although I think people look at me sometimes and they're like, she's a really consistent person. Yeah, I am in some areas, but not in all of them. Like I'll say Mm -hmm. that I go through phases just like anybody else of like, I'm super consistent with something. And then like, it's over and my, I have a fucking like goldfish brain and I'm like, oh, I'm on to the next thing or bigger and better. (laughs) And I don't fully stick to that one thing. And honestly, navigating my negative self-talk is one of those things, Drew. And it probably is for you too, where it's Mm -hmm. like, it might seem like you said simple before, 
those affirmations and stuff, they might seem simple, but when you're fucking writing in the same affirmation mm-hmm. five times a day for two months straight, eventually something's going to hit different. And yep. it's the same thing as like, I heard it was like a, um, a kid when you take two fifth graders and they're learning to ride a bike. One of them practices in the morning before school and after after school, one of them practices maybe once a week. Which one of them is going to get there faster? The one who's practicing and repeating. A hundred percent. It's so true. It's like anything else that you would practice in your life. Like you, if you practice something, you get better at it. Like you exactly. just do. Like even and if you're not know, an expert, it's hard to do. Yeah, right? and you know that, but it's hard to do. But it that's feels a good way not- to think about it. Like teaching yourself how to ride a bike. Yeah. And it, and it's also with teaching yourself how to ride a bike, there are going to be stumbles and all the things, but you can't give up on it. And I think that's the hard thing with something like negative self-talk is once you slip into it in the moment, it could be tricky to slip out of it. And I think Mm -hmm. it kind of triggers these next things of like not continuing to do those things. You're not seeing the result. Like if the result is quote unquote, no more negative thoughts, which is impossible. It's just being able to dismiss them further, uh, quicker. If that's the result, but you're it's still happening, you feel defeated because you're like, well, motherfucker, I'm doing all this stuff and it's not working. Mm. But in reality, it is working. You just got to keep putting in the reps. Mm, thank you. So true. On that note, I also would like to let go of making excuses to not do the things that I know are uh, good for me. Like what, my dude? Like taking the time to do that work. Mm-hmm. like making an excuse to be like oh I'm too busy to do yoga today or I'm too busy to journal today like I I gotta let go of that because I know that when I do do those things I, I'm a way better version of myself yeah so like to uh, let go of letting myself make the excuses of course sometimes there really is a day that's too busy like of course but really being being proficient on understanding which days are which and letting go of the days that are not the real ones. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's hard to to be real with yourself in that way. Yep. The same thing like goes for me sometimes when I'm like, oh, it's it's a holiday. Like we're we're gonna have snacks and like we're gonna do all the things. And it's like, yeah, absolutely. But it's like there are definitely versions of which I don't know, where we can pick and choose stuff like that. And something else that was really powerful to me. What was it? What was it? Oh, just in terms of like. I think there are certain thoughts that we have. And I think for me, it's, it comes with negative self-talk too, where I'm like, oh, you know, I'm always going to struggle with that. Like, mm. and even though I logically know things can be changed, there are certain things that I'm like, oh, well, I've always had thoughts like this. So they're probably never going to go away, but they definitely can get better. Like, even if they're they're they might be quieter down the line, maybe they won't fully disappear, but like, I'll feel the, the volume will just be a lot lower and I'll mm-hmm. feel less inclined to listen. Right. And Um, I was talking to a friend and she was explaining to me when it comes to, she's like, think about any other, like either habits or thoughts that you used to have that you don't have anymore. And she used the example of college. And she was like, in college, I used to literally like every day I would wake up and be like, Oh my God. And am I getting drunk tonight? Am I drinking tonight? What am I going to wear? Am I going to wear a tight ass dress? Like those, and those were very automatic thoughts. And she's like, I can't tell you the last time I thought about when I'm going to go out to drink and wear a tight (laughs) dress. It's such a silly example, but in reality, it's like our environment, the people we're around, the things that we prime ourselves with, like they really do make a difference in in like how we think about things. Like, yeah, well, why it's so important to feed yourself with the right things, like feeding yourself with positive podcasts or positive people or positive self-talk. Like it really does change. Yeah. And with your output based on your input. 
It really does. And I think that's something that you said about podcasts right there and, and doing those things. I recognize, I don't know if you do this, but for me, I find that often when I'm listening to things and I, when I think about it in that perspective, like I do feed myself good things and I know you do too, but I often, and although it's a beautiful thing to be someone that is actively learning, I often like look at those things as something I'm constantly striving for and I'm never close enough. Like whether it's mm. someone's mentality, someone's way of life to an extent where it's like a judgment on myself, you know, where it's oh, like, interesting. So, um, interesting. but I don't realize that. Like I actually just realized that today where I'm like, I do feed myself with positive things. So I wonder why, like, I, I think it's kind of opposite for me. So it's interesting because people um, might yeah. be both one way or the other. I notice when I'm not feeding myself with the positive things, it's usually because I'm in a deep state of like self, like, like of negative self-talk or like self-hate or anxiety that I'm choosing to not let in those pot. Like I'll like actively put up walls against yeah. the positive input when I'm feeling down so I will purposefully not listen to a podcast or purposefully not pick a book, pick up a book or purposefully not do my meditation or my yoga because I'm like, like, no, like I don't deserve it. Or like, I don't want it. Yeah. It's kind of like a numbing. So it's kind of the opposite for me when I'm intake, when I'm allowing myself to be open to intake all that stuff, it usually is because I'm like in a place that right. is more like positive and like, and then it yeah. perpetuates that positivity. Totally. Yeah. I think that maybe I've gotten myself into a habit of surrounding myself with that stuff so often, maybe sometimes too much in the sense of I'm not like enjoying mm. enough, but yeah. as I think in the place where I get down on myself is I'm always surrounded by it. But the times when it's not serving me is when I'm like judging myself for not automatically having that mentality. Does that make Interesting. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. We're just kind of on different sides sides of the spectrum with it which is very yeah interesting. which is super interesting but it's still like I think I always do take something away from it like no matter what my headspace I'm in because it's not constant I'm not constantly judging myself for it I'm often yeah. incredibly empowered by stuff I take in but no matter what state I'm in if I do like I guess force myself to listen to something often I, I always take something away yep I think there was like a third one that came just came to my head that was different from yours that I wanted to let go of but now I can't remember it what was it? Oh, I remember. I want to let go of invalidating small joys mm. because I do that shit. I actually am a person that finds a lot of joy in a lot of little things, but then I'll invalidate them to myself and to others because it's like, well, you shouldn't be enjoying that that much because you didn't do this today. Or you're not at this place in your life or like that's stupid or like blah, blah. Like I, in the moment, like I find so much joy in really little things. Yeah. but then I will later on invalidate them. And that's yep. not right. Like, why would I do that to myself? Why would I take away my own joy? Because it's yeah. something I should be doing. Oh, you can't, you couldn't have enjoyed like sitting on the couch for a half hour with your boyfriend. Cause you should have been working for that half hour. How dare I? Yeah. Do that no, to myself? It's, so, it's so unfair. And it's so crazy. It's like, almost like you think that certain things have to be earned, but yes. the barometer is different every day. And like, Ooh, who the fuck that's exactly that? it. Yeah. No, I, and I know exactly what you mean because that I like, have to earn my joy. Yeah. That you have to earn your joy. And yep. then also depending on the day and our mood and our goals, like what the, how you earn joy on a Sunday might look different than a Monday, but oh, like, so why am I allowed to earn more joy on a Saturday than on Tuesday? Like, hello. Hello. Wow. You hit the nail on the head with that, Brenda. The inside. Letting go of that. Letting go of that. All right. On to the next question. Cause we got to move. We got things to do. 
do we want to do goals or do we feel like we kind of did that um really I, do. Feel like, I feel like to an extent, yeah I guess we didn't do concrete ones but I feel like in essence with like letting go of what we want to let go of it like tied in maybe some bigger goals unless you want to do concrete goals no I kind of like that okay cool me too unless you want to do concrete goals no I don't even know that I have any <laughs> yeah I don't know either yet I think for me overall like I think my goals are more rooted in how I want to feel <gasps> me too and it's so funny that you said that because I started writing a list like I know we're going to do our word of the year but I literally started keeping a list on my phone of like ways I want to feel in 2022 mm. And I feel like those are kind of my goals this year versus real concrete, like meditate for 20 minutes every day. Like, sure. Yeah, I would love to do that. But like, I totally agree that it's about how I want to feel versus like, um, I don't know, a milestone, which like those are good to set too. And I will set those as well. But the top of mind has definitely been the feeling. Yeah. Well, I think also too, because focusing on like the way that you want to feel, I think gives more clarity on actual goals that will get you there. Because I think I've set very concrete goals in the past as to what I guess think should get me to feel a certain way. Whereas if I'm honest about the feeling that I want to feel first, then I think it's almost like working backwards to what's actually going to make me feel that way without taking into account what other people might say will get you there, you know, because I love Mm -hmm. the idea of meditating too. But if I'm trying to cultivate this level of peace and calm, maybe for me, it's not meditation. Maybe it's breath work. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's not meditating at all, you know? Yeah. I feel like I've been trying to, at least more so lately, get a better grasp of like, where am I still shooting myself? Because I know that I still do it. And where Mm. am I like falling short because I'm doing something that doesn't actually feel aligned and it's what somebody else either said would, would work. And I tried it and I know it doesn't feel right but I'm still doing it anyway because I think I'm supposed to. Like, I think I've that's part of where mine is, is worsened. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so we're going to leave that at that. But we'll let everybody handle their goals the way they want to handle their goals. You yes. can have both. You can have one or the other. It all depends on what, what you're looking for. Um, I want to know one thing that you felt that you really had a lesson in this year. Hmm, yeah. Like an experience or just like the lesson I learned this year, greatest lesson? Um, Like the greatest lesson you feel like you learned this year, um, but it could come from experience. Hmm. Okay. Or like if, if there was like one kind of through line lesson that you felt like you kept coming back to this year. Okay. I think it's twofold. The first one is just overall that like not not giving up on a goal a dream or whatever in itself is like such a beautiful win and that that in itself is inevitably not Mm. failing (laughs) because you continue to push through um, and feel that perseverance and then on the other end it's gonna sound like kind of morbid but I feel like I've been thinking more about like when little things come up in my head I've just been like on my deathbed no one's gonna care about that like like how do I want to I don't know because I just think it puts into perspective so many different things of like life is short at the end of the day and there are so many things that we get caught up in but like what is the point like what is the purpose of that when like we're so meant to enjoy and so meant to enjoy people and I think that um especially in the past couple of weeks my people have incited like such great emotion in me that I feel so grateful and lucky that like being 
I don't know, either not seeing people that I love as often, even though I totally do, um, or being in a different space or like stuff like that. Like I feel very lucky that I have established such close relationships in my life that any sort of time apart puts a little tinge in my heart because of how strong mm. that love is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. What about you? Um, I think the biggest lesson that I am have learned uh, a lot through this past year and am continuing to learn is how to advocate for myself in the workplace based on my worth and like needing to let go of the idea of being difficult or like asking for too much and like really like standing up for what I need and what I want in order to like have a like conducive constructive productive space um I think it's really hard especially for young women in the workplace to advocate for yourself for what you're worth and I'm definitely learning that lesson this year and even though I think the hardest part of that is like even though you can know you could believe in yourself and you can know your talents and you can know your worth like it's difficult to let go of that idea of like I'm asking for too much or I'm being too difficult or they're gonna like not want me anymore or like blah 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 whereas like the lesson I'm learning is like no like you deserve to ask for the things that you want and need and it's a really hard thing to learn it is but that's been my biggest lesson yeah love it yeah and I'm nowhere near mastering it that shit's hard okay I think we have come oh no well there's one little one that we can do before we get to our big word of the year um any like routines tools things resources that you are taking into next year with you for sure um yeah I think it's a lot of the ones that I've been consistent with that you guys all know about like I think now that my like times and stuff of my my morning have changed up I've tried to create some like peace in that like on my commute listening to something really really good and powerful um and weirdly like I've been allowing even the past couple of days to just like let myself think and just like let whatever the fuck comes up in my head to come and it's weird because I'm driving so I'm like doing something important at the same time to keep myself alive but like Mm -hmm. also just been like you don't have to listen to something every second you could just be and just Mm -hmm. think yeah thing um my morning workout, I think is going to stay true in 2022. Um, my morning, um, I haven't been journaling much, but I would like to some more in 2022. I got a nice journal. That's like a, I think I could do like a page a day or something. We'll see. Um, I haven't been meditating or anything like that. I've actually been going in the sauna in the mornings and it's, been, it's really like, I don't know how to, oh, a sauna is lovely. You have a sauna at the gym. Yeah, so the gym that I wow, go to. Oh, I want a sauna. Yeah, and it's it's included in my membership. Like, it's great. So I've been doing that, and it's felt like a really nice release um, right before my day starts. Um, and then as it gets a little bit warmer, I would love to go on some walks because they just feel really calming. Love it. Yeah, I would like to bring in or continue bringing in definitely my meditation um, and perhaps amp that up. Um, definitely my yoga, definitely journaling, which has always been an on and off thing for me, but that is one of like the active steps for my negative self-talk because Mm -hmm. I know that my negative self-talk is better when I'm journaling. 
because it kind of just like gets it out. So I really, really would like to be diligent with that in the new year. I'm sure I won't be perfect, uh, but I would like to, that's something I've been working on trying to be more consistent with over the past couple of months. I'm starting the year off with reading Brene Brown's new book, Alice of the Heart. I have it with me. I'm saving it to read while I'm away on vacation. Um, what I say? Yoga, meditation, journaling, reading. Yeah, I would also like to make time to walk more. I definitely, for, I always thought I was going to walk way more in California because it's nice out. But I walk less because mm-hmm. I have space for ghosts to run around. So usually I would have to take her on like long walks every day because she didn't have like a, like a, puppy playground but now in my new building she has puppy playground so I just let her go in the playground instead of like walking her as much mm-hmm. and I really miss that walking time and so I would like to bring that with me into the new year yeah for sure okay we are coming up upon our last question I hope that you guys have been following along and answering some of the questions for yourself if you guys have any like cool things that you like reflect on or or look for look to for like goal setting or manifesting that you do like any new year's rituals that you do I would love to hear them we should ask on the Instagram like what people what people work on because like I would love to know yeah me too it's so fun um so our roaring 20s tradition is that we pick a word for the year of and this word represents like how we want to feel who we want to be in this next year and I think that we usually are pretty good about embodying them yeah for sure and just for some of you guys to have a a little shout out before we share our words I don't know if I'll touch on our words by accident in this but some of you submitted to us today um a couple of really cool words like celebrate I want to hear um, celebrate presence, direction, resilience, love, community, sanity, <laughs> uh, release, love it, um, expand, love that. Mm. Um, and those are just a couple of the ones that you guys shared. So thank you for taking the oh, time to share, sharing. to share that stuff with us. And Ju, what's your word for 2022? Okay, my word for 2022, and then I'll give you the definition of the word. My word for 2022 is, is, um, effervescent. Tell us more. Um, for some reason, I don't think I've ever used this word before, but for some reason, this word like popped into my head, like a few weeks ago when I think in a moment where I was feeling particularly like negative self-talky and I was like, I hate this feeling. Like I want to feel effervescent. And I was like, effervescent, like, I don't think I've ever told myself I want to feel that way before. And then it just kind of stuck with me. And it was like, oh, yeah, like, that is exactly what I want to be feeling. And then, of course, you know how these things go, like a week or so later, that word showed up in my horoscope for the week. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I've literally never used this word, like, ever. And then the next week, it showed up in my horoscope. So I was like, okay, that that's it. That solidifies it. So the the definition for effervescent is vivacious and enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that is exactly how I want to feel this next year. Because along with that, to me, feels like open and magnetic and receptive and celebratory and light and present. And so I just think that that word embodies a lot of things. And the other definition for effervescent is giving off bubbles. 
love like in a fizzy drink and I just and that feels just very right like I just want to give off all the bubbles and like put a lot of bubbles into the universe and like see what bubbles hit and land and like that just feels very expansive to me mm. and so the word is effervescent I love it I love it so much I think it embodies so much of what of the energy that you want to bring and feel and give and all the things for 2022 so good fucking word my dude thank you um it came to my, me in a vision it yeah, really did in a vision it, it really did it really did it's the truth it's not lying <laughs> um, not lying your turn my, for 2022 I was I was struggling to pick one because I was like hmm, mm. which, which direction do I want to go like you know all this stuff and I ended up coming to it felt like such a simple word but in essence I really feel like embodies the energy that I want to bring to 2022 which is unstoppable yeah I, I let so many things get in my way in my past I let so much self-doubt and negative self-talk and all the things that we said that we want to release for 2022 get in my way. And I feel like I just want to channel this energy of like just being unstoppable and believing it and putting that energy out there to hopefully give other people the belief in themselves too, that they can also embody that. And I just think it's, it's something that I would be so proud to embody come the end of 2022 and to really say that like, I got out of my own way and I didn't Ooh. let any doubt or moment or feeling or whatever stop me from embodying whatever it is that I'm ultimately meant to find out or whatever purpose I'm meant to come to terms with for the end of next year because I don't even know what that looks like but I just feel this like I don't know I feel this like unstoppable energy is one that I want to to not only cultivate but just like experience in in every area of my life so oh I love it I love it and I feel like it it definitely grows upon your last word of like unapologetic yeah and that's what I was I was trying I think that's partially why I was like struggling with it because I'm like where do I go from here like what energy do I what's the next step from here what's the next level and yep. that really felt like the right one I feel like that with mine too because last year my word was abundant and I feel like I've like brought in like this abundance into my life I've like picked and choose like the things that I want to bring into me and now I feel like it's ready to like you know blow into bubbles yeah in the best way oh, so beautiful Oh, I love when we do our work. I know, me too. <laughs> Brenda is making fun of it. No, I just, I felt it and I agree. I did a little flap, an arm flap that she, she. An arm flap, that's right. But and I really, love everybody else's words too. I know, right? Like I just, I feel like in every way, like all of these, ooh, I almost got a Charlie horse. Why do I get those so often? Oh my God, um, me too. I want to let those go in 2021 for sure. I know, I want to get rid of those. Also, if you guys- And COVID, leave that in 2021 too. What a Charlie horse is, what do you call it? I'm curious. Because like, who named it Charlie horse? Um, what, that is like the medical definition. Is it? I have no idea. Julia, you got to <laughs> let that go in 2022. Stop saying things with certainty that you aren't about. <laughs> God. No, you gotta believe in yourself, my dude. <laughs> believe in yourself. Believe in yourself, Tinker Bell. <laughs> um, if you guys haven't picked your words yet for 2022, it is never too late. You have a chance to pick them, to realign them, everything, and just really ask yourself, like, what is it that I want to feel? And then work backwards mm -hmm. in the way that we have been trying to do. But just remember, you deserve to feel fulfilled. You deserve to feel 
whole, you already are whole and whatever steps you can take to just make that, make it that much better um, is worthy of your attention and your time and your energy. So thank you for sticking with us. This is so crazy that we're basically going into another year of Roaring Twenties podcast, another year of our team. Um, And we can't wait to keep going on this journey with you. Absolutely. I hope everyone is having an incredible start to the new year that you've taken some time to do some inner work and reflection and a lot of looking forward. I hope everyone is happy and healthy. And we are so excited to kick off this year with you guys. Uh, One of the things that is definitely a goal of mine, and I know Brenda's as well, is to really refocus a lot of energy into this show because we love this show. We, We appreciate you guys so much for continuing on this journey with us and we have so many good big things coming for you in 2022 and we can't wait to continue on this journey with you guys thank you so much for all of the endless support and love and please keep supporting the show share it with your friends give us a rating and review on apple Podcasts, and just keep coming back every week we're going to be back twice a week starting next week so tune in monday and thursdays please tune in you guys we love you so much thank you from the bottom of our hearts and we will see you monday mm-hmm. yep love you love you bye everybody everyone thanks for listening to roaring 20s podcast be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe you're never alone our pride sticks together tune in every monday and thursday for new episodes of roaring 20s podcast get to start your week with us and end your week with us with love Brenda and Julia thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.